Oh, well, welcome back, everybody, to the Resonance Deep Dive, and this is our first live one. Welcome. How exciting is that? Very exciting, mate. I've never done a, never done a live stream before. Yeah, well, I don't think many people will watch this live since uh, we still only have, like, just under 800 subscribers. Exactly. However, I thought, never done a live one before. And let's be honest, we need to get that watch time up to get the channel monetized. So, <laughs> so what better way guys, to do it than do a live stream? <laughs> so welcome back to Resonance Deep Dive. This is episode eight, nine? Nine, yeah, it'd be nine. Well, when, when is this? Well, yeah, it's actually it's going out now. I might have called it nine. episode eight on the title of this, but I'll change it afterwards. So it'll say nine on the actual yeah, VOD. Because the, the one is the da is it daily. Daily tactics would probably be episode eight. Or going, I think it's, it's eight. eight. Give that a watch. If you Give haven't. that a watch. It's just come up. You've not seen it yet, obviously. I haven't seen it. I was too busy editing the one which is going to be number 10. Yeah, number yeah. number 10. Yeah, are we just going to list how you count? We might as well. We basically don't have much planned for this podcast. We don't. We don't. We're just kind of taking how it goes. I think we just go out like Joe Rogan does. He just count, keeps on going. He's on like 3,000. Yeah, now. so if we're going to do in the Joe Rogan style, I'll interview you, okay? I'll be like... Um, <laughs> No, 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 right, no, if you're going to be Joe Rogan, right, you've got to start everything you say with. But why did you do that? And then I'll be like, well, a buddy of mine, a, a, <laughs> a buddy of mine, he, uh, he did this. <laughs> but what was the meaning behind that? Why, why, why did you decide that you wanted to take shrooms that night? I think that's everyone that goes on Joe Rogan's podcast. Literally, and then they just go... Well, uh, I, when I was deep in, on my on my gap year in Cambodia, I met, mm. I met a tribe, and a, and a buddy of mine showed um, you know showed me to this ayahuasca den. There's a lot, yeah, that comes up a lot. Ayahuasca, all is it because he loves ayahuasca? He loves it. What is it? It's um, it's it's like it's, it's this old kind of drug that they. So I, I, what, I've seen like footage of it, and it just looks like a bunch of like bay leaves, but essentially they boil it down into in this mm. water. And then they either drink it or they just kind of hot box like a, a little. It's weird. They put a fishbowl like Buzz Lightyear. Kind of, yeah, kind of like that. And they hot box. They just Buzz hot Lightyear. box like this little, this little like um, I don't know tent thing that they put up, and uh, it sends you on a mad trip. And then everyone obviously goes, "Oh my god, I I saw that. I saw the the afterlife." Yeah, it's always people come back and say that they spoke about how their mind expanded. Um, there's a quote that I really enjoy. Uh, I found this quote. It was a debate between a scientist and a flat earther. And the quote was, because the flat earther was telling the scientist, look, you've got to question everything. You've got to be more open-minded. And the scientist guy was like, yeah, but you don't want to be so open-minded that your brain falls out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sums up perfectly, to be honest with you. I think there's a lot of that at the moment where everyone wants to be so open-minded and question everything. And I think everything should in general be questioned but when you question it you should you know think through it methodically and logically so so questioning nasa saying okay the earth is round okay question it is that right okay let's look into it and the more you look into it the more like okay so yeah i agree with the hypothesis we've seen a lot of evidence we've seen a lot of experimentation yeah. why it has to be for it to sustain life the way it does but a lot of people will question it and then just come up with a completely different answer. Yeah, they, they'll do one plus one, and they'll get three hundred and forty-seven. I think like what what people do is what people tend to do is um, you you know they'll kind of they'll look at they will actually you know that well so, like well, the stupid ones will ignore the stupid ones. The stu like I'm sorry if you're like if you're not gonna look at 
you know, the, the, the mainstream argument. You're not going to look into it properly. You're not going to look into something properly and just decide, you know what, I'm just going to disagree with it without looking at what I'm disagreeing with. Then you're stupid. Do you like, think you, there's you a lot stupid. of people that disagree for the sake of disagreeing? 100, percent especially in this day and age, because they like people just decide one day they're like, you know what, <laughs> fuck mainstream. I don't agree with this. I'm gonna decide. I'm just gonna go the other way just to be cool, just to be. Just like, because it's not what more people do, and they want to be different. Basically, yeah. I mean, I think I, you know, I find that that's the case with, um, especially at university and with, with people our age. Loads of people support Labour for those reasons because they they won't have actually looked into okay why am I supporting Labour what what, what are their policies they'll yeah. have heard Jeremy Corbyn speak say one thing that they like which is usually that they're gonna that they're gonna you know abolish uh, tuition fees which is what he always used to say they'd hear that and be like right I'm following him I think there's also a lot of uh, the fact that especially nowadays in the UK if you come out and say that you support the Conservatives you will get shouted down quite a lot and I don't. I don't, I, I don't think I support the Conservatives. I've, I can't lie. I've been pretty out of politics for a while. So but I, I think I'm more left than right. But I think there's a lot of people that do want to support Conservatives that will never say it because they'll just get shouted oh, mate, down yeah, because, by a lot mate, of people. It, on the there's left. so much. It's such kind of like a polarizing subject, especially with people our age. Like you know, you look on. Um, because obviously, you know, I am single. Um, so I've been on dating apps and everywhere on dating apps, when I see like girls saying... With minimal success. <laughs> yeah, but like, I've been single for like four years now. <laughs> Almost four years. Uh, I, yeah, four years. Oh, damn it. Is, oh, Jesus. That's kind of depressing. That's sad, man. I mean, I've, I've, no, no, but uh, <laughs> we're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. Um, no, but like, I'll see people say, oh, if you're a conservative, if you're a Tory, fuck off. I'm like, like why? You could get on perfectly with that person. You don't, not everything has to be to do with politics. I think there's also something to do with the fact that a lot of people really, really want to be the one that finds this new discovery. Yeah. Whether we're going back to things like conspiracy theories, they want to be the one that finds it. They want to be the one that knows. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked about watching the uh, the Logan Paul documentary about the Flat Earth Convention. The Flat Earth Convention, where is it? In Colorado, is it? I think so, yeah. It's in America. That's all you need to know. It's either in Colorado or Utah, one of those. It's one of the weird ones. Yeah, one of the weird ones. But basically, the Flat Earth Convention is just a, a load of people that, all have this idea, but the main thing that you get from it is they call it their truth seekers. Not flat earth believers, but they call themselves truth seekers because they, they think that they know something that the rest of the world doesn't, right? And I think there's a lot of that with it being, I want to know this. I want to be in a club that no one else knows. I want to feel like I know more than everyone else. So oh, you, yeah. you purposely go against logic yeah. <laughs> to get to yeah, that Yeah, I mean, and I think that is... Wanting to on your point of like wanting to be yeah the person who like discovers something that's like that that's evident in everything like if you look at music for example people's yeah. music they will like you can have someone who's relatively new relatively unknown they'll love them to that point and then as soon as they come become mainstream they're like oh no 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 get him away I hate him happened with Ed Sheeran happened with 1975 so many people who I heard like praising these people when they first found out about them now hate them because they're too successful I think in music though. There is a little bit of a difference to it because with music, you have obviously uh, being able to oversaturate things. With just 
complete logic and facts that we we're talking about before they they stay the way they are until mm. a new discovery is made but with music it's a bit more fluid yeah so for example let's take ed sheeran he was quite popular in like the indie even some of the hip-hop scenes back in the day with his kind of music with when he was doing eps and stuff like that but then as soon as he started to get big with like a team and stuff like that i think even still they even still like i think still he was still considered point. cool yeah in the a team days yeah. a team was quite a cool as song soo- as soon as he released multiplied that's when people stopped liking him i think maybe like with sing that kind of era yeah um multiplier is what kind of killed him yeah well, but, but no, that blew well, no, him. No, with, no with, with his old audience. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that yeah. blew him up. So the people that liked him when they were smaller heard him all the time now, everywhere on the radio. And when you, and I do, I do know that like the more you hear that, you might get tired of it. So whilst you say, yeah, they're trying to be like cool, saying I knew him before he was big. There is a bit of now uh, I I I'm done. It's too. Oh much. no, I un- no, and, and people that say it for that reason, I understand. Like, because obviously, yeah, like I've, I love Ed Sheeran. I'm a big fan of him. Going to see him in May. Um, but yeah, like songs like Shape of You, I got so sick of because you heard it everywhere you went when it first came out. You still hear it now. Um, but I do think it's, you know, you, you can't say that you just, like, it's pe- people that give that reason, that's fine. But people who just, you know, decide that, and, you know, as soon as you mention them, you they, they like say, oh yeah, I knew him before he was cool. I knew before he was famous. Did you know Ed Sheeran before he was cool? No, I knew. I like. I think one of like Tom told me about him in like year seven when he released um, eighteen. Eighteen. Stuff like that, yeah. Eighteen was such a big one in year seven. Such a banger. Everyone yeah. playing. If you got an acoustic guitar, oh, you'd be yeah. playing eighteen, Everyone, like, that or was... you'd be playing Hey There Delilah. Yeah, that was like the that was like the um, the year seven version of like Wonderwall. Now, like you know the classic thing at a party, like oh, can you play Wonderwall? I think Wonderwall is year... older than. Well, no, no, no. I know, but like you like year sevens. Isn't it mad how Wonderwall? <laughs> At least for our generation, feels like it only got big more recently, even though it's an older song. Obviously, mm. I think it was, it's always been big, but I mean that I think you grow into that kind of song. You do. Well, I think you grow- So when we got to like 14, 15, then everyone was like, play Wonderwall, right? Even though yeah. it would be out before stuff like A Team, but you sort of, it's almost when you grow up, you get go away from the A Teams and into like Wonderwall, and then later on you'll be like, play stairway to heaven <laughs> exactly i think you grow yeah like i think that just goes with like growing into different going in and out of different types of music yeah i think you know like obviously oasis is a bit more like taps into the teenage angst um i'd say uh and you, you sort of have to be crying when you're listening to it realistically yeah but the, which which is good because we're always crying yeah we are always crying so there's never a bad time to listen to oasis well, I mean, thing is, right, I, right. People who see this might not like this. Um, it's all right. No one's watching. Yeah, no one's watching right now. But if you watch, yeah, in the post, I don't like Oasis. I've never. I think had. there's a lot of people that don't like Oasis. I, I mean, it's not the best drink, but I think it probably beats Fanta. <laughs> but I would actually probably Are rather you have me? No, a Ribena. I hate you. <laughs> no. Oh no. I hate both the drink and the band. However, when I'm when yeah when I'm drunk, would you have an an Oasis and vodka? Would that be a good combination? Never tried it. I think Oasis isn't a strong enough drink for like a vodka. You need because you have orange vodka's pretty good. Obviously, vodka Coke's pretty nice, but they're quite strong, powerful flavors on their own. I I think Oasis because it's more of a squash is a bit more watered down. Yes. So you might need to 
add a bit more concentrate or something. I'm not quite sure how we got onto the Oasis string, but we're going with it now. <laughs> we're rolling with it. I think I think I really do like Fanta with vodka. It's quite nice, but Fanta also doesn't quite have the right concentration. Yeah, I think... What's your preferred drink with vodka? Your mixer of choice. If it's vodka... If it's vodka, because I don't really have vodka any morning nights out, but if it's vodka, it's it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be Coke. But I'm not gonna lie, my drink on a night out now is um, Jameson and Coke, Jameson right. Jameson whiskey. I've ju- ju- only been put onto it this year, and uh, by my mate back in Swansea, and uh, it's it's banging, banging. I'm I'm really enjoying vodka oranges at the moment. It, actually, you know what? I'll agree with you there. I, I'm, I'm a pick it's that. a good drink. It's a good drink. Speaking of mixers, uh, if anyone doesn't know, Mixer was a live streaming service that kind of shut down. Oh, yes. They were owned by Microsoft. Didn't know they um, shut down. But they bought out big streams like Ninja, and that kind of brings us on to it onto what we're talking about. Microsoft seems to be going absolutely mental at the moment. Who own Mixer? Um, by the way. I think that was probably the best transition I've ever done. And now I've ruined it because I've mentioned it. I know. I, 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 I was just reveling in this here. I was like, he has done an absolutely smashing and job And now here. I've ruined it. I know it you've ruined it. We've got four listeners and they're all disappointed I know, four concurrent viewers. Know, yes, this is live. We're just yeah. pretending that no one's there and no one exists. So Microsoft bought Mixer a while ago. And this was just another part of them buying into a lot of things. They seem to be throwing money absolutely everywhere. Twitch was always the biggest streaming site. Then Mixer came along, they bought Ninja, perhaps not necessarily the biggest numbers at the time, but the biggest face on Twitch. They bought him for about 30 million. Uh, They were planning on giving him more, but because Mixer shut down, Ninja only got 30 million of his supposed like 80 or 100 million, right? But he got 30 30. million for streaming on another platform for a few months, and then he could go back to Twitch. But this goes into Microsoft, who was buying up absolutely everything and throwing a ton of money. First off, of course, they have their Game Pass, so they're trying to get as many games onto it as possible. If anyone doesn't know, it's a subscription service. It's like 10 quid a month. You get a ton of new games and stuff. It's actually a good... um, it's a good price. Not that they're sponsoring us, but if Microsoft do want to... If you want to sponsor us. If you want to throw a sponsorship our way, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be against no, it. Well, I wouldn't be against a free Xbox either. No, I'm joking. I, don't, don't I thought you wanted a PS5. Let's not... That, oh, let's not rule out. Let's not rule... Yo, Sony, if you Sony, want to... Sony, if so, you want to get involved, no. Who's worse to children in poor countries? Because we'll stay away from that one. I think they're both probably just bad, but I've heard worse about Sony. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I like Bill Gates. He has a nice face. Bill Gates, you've got a nice face. You're not a disgrace, so please sponsor us. Anyway, anyway, so they've been buying a lot. They've been buying a lot of games. First of all, they bought Bethesda a few months back, who make Fallout, they make Doom. Massive games. I mean, I think Elder Scrolls Six is like one of the most hyped games. There's a chance that that might be exclusive on Xbox now because Microsoft have bought Bethesda. So everyone was went mad when they bought Bethesda, and it was a mental purchase because, I mean, the Fallout games is one of the biggest series. Doom is also massive. Uh, I think they make Rage or Rage as well. And, of course, Skyrim and Elder Scrolls and stuff. Bethesda's massive. Everyone went crazy. They're like, oh, no, Microsoft's buying up everything. Until, until yesterday, when it went to the next level. Microsoft Just wait for it. is in talks to buy Activision Blizzard, which is one of the most insane things I think has happened to the gaming industry. Activision, Blizzard own Overwatch, they own Call of Duty, 
they own, which of course is Warzone and stuff like that. They own World of Warcraft. They own Starcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but most of all, most of all, they own Candy Crush. They own Candy Crush. King, who make Candy Crush, right? If anyone doesn't know, I'm sure you do know, Candy Crush is basically a candy version of Bejeweled. You basically have to get the right candies in the right place. Do you know how much? I want to play a little game here. King, who make Candy Crush, by the way, which is just Bejeweled, a mobile app that makes Bejeweled. How much do you think that Activision Blizzard a few years ago bought King, that only make Candy Crush and I think a couple of the apps? Bear in mind, okay? Disney... Bought Star Wars for four billion. They bought Marvel for like three billion or right, something so like so that. You're t- so you're telling me it's in it's it's, it's bills. Well, that's how much they bought Star Wars, but okay. I don't. Would you say Candy Crush is worth more than Star Wars? No. How much uh, do you think? I'd say can. I mean, yeah, it's a huge game. It's been like it's been on like the top five of the App Store for years. So I'd probably go. It was five billion. What? <laughs> I was gonna go one billion. Actually, I think it was like eight billion. It was it was like five to more eight than Star Wars. Yes, um, and this is where and that was a massive purchase at the time, and that was Activision Blizzard. Activision owns Call of Duty. They own Warzone. They own Blizzard. Obviously, owns Overwatch. They own World of Warcraft or stuff. And they combined a few years ago. They bought King. And there's been a lot of drama with Activision Blizzard. The CEO, uh, Bobby Kotak, has had a lot of allegations against him of him being a bit of a prick. Um, I mean, what do you expect? He's a CEO of Activision, which is one of the worst gaming companies out there um, in terms of shoving stuff down the consumer's throat with microtransactions. And then Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. Well, actually, not officially, okay? It's in talks, and it's potentially confirmed. But it's likely... How much do you think they bought Activision Blizzard for? Right. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for. Is it is it in double figures of billions? I'm not going to. I'm going to give. Candy okay. Crush was about five to eight billion. Star was about four right, billion. I'm going to say this is fifteen billion. I think the talks are something like sixty-five billion. <laughs> <laughs> Which will make it one of the biggest acquisitions in the gaming industry for stock. Biggest acquisitions in, in history. But in general, mate. what it means is what's left for Sony. Think about this. Actually, yeah, no, because this is what this is what I did hear about. I heard that yes, yeah, Sony in terms of um, like exclusives that they have to them. I saw a good meme. Drastically running out. I saw a good meme today after the whole Activision because obviously Call of Duty is a big console game, so Sony make a lot from Call of Duty. But now Microsoft own Call of Duty. They also own Overwatch, which is also a massive game. World of Warcraft's mostly PC anyway, so um, I think Call of Duty is going to be the big hit to Sony if that goes exclusive on Xbox. But even if it doesn't, even if Call of Duty never goes exclusive on Xbox, now Microsoft has said even with Bethesda that Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls 6 will probably not be Xbox exclusive, so they still might go into surely PlayStation. If surely if they're owned. They'd still get all the money. Yeah. So it's a win-win for Microsoft. But... No, saw, yeah, but it's not. Surely Sony can't allow that. They'd be like, come on now. But what are they going to do? Say, now nah, we don't want they've we don't make, want Call of Duty. They've got to make some kind of deal. No? Because that's a, that's a lot of money they're missing out on. Call of Duty is one of the biggest games in the world. They're not going to go, we don't Annually. want Call of Duty. We don't want Battlefield. We don't want any of these things. We don't, like, they have no, I saw a really good meme in, 
the third Spider-Man or the second Spider-Man, I think it was. Uh, have you seen Spider-Man which, 2? Which Spider-Man? Uh, the original trilogy. Oh, Toby. Uh, I haven't seen it in ages. Right. So there's... Um, so the one with Doc Harry Ock. Osborn finds out that Spider-Man kills his dad. Oh, yeah. And then he's like on a revenge mission. And there's a good meme of Harry Osborn like looking really angry and going... All I have left is Spider-Man. And it was like Sony after Microsoft buy <laughs> Activision <laughs> Blizzard. <laughs> it's like that is the only exclusive and God of War maybe. But God of War is now on PC, so they don't even have that. Oh, shit. Sony actually are pretty much dead right, in the water I'm, at this point. Yeah, no, no. Right. I'm doubling down now. I'm doubling down. Bill. 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 I'm going with Xbox. So you were, you were very much saying you wanted a PS5, right? Because well, have I, you I, always I, been I, a PlayStation? Well, yeah, it, well, no, well, it, it was obviously because I didn't have um, like well in school. Whilst everyone like, had consoles, my, my my family weren't really like they were just like look that nah you, you need to focus on your studies and stuff. And um, but then yeah, when I was sixteen, I finally got a PS4 because that's what everyone had, and I think everyone like agrees that PS4 yeah. was better than Xbox One. Um, I think yeah I think I think X, the original Xbox One they messed that up big yeah time. they messed it up so I was like so obviously yeah so PlayStation is and, and to be fair I had a PlayStation 2 as a, as like a very young kid um, PS2 was a brilliant PS2 console was an elite console but Star Wars Battlefront 2 on that oh yes Star come Wars on, Battlefront 2 come on um, uh, yeah, yeah so I've always been like kind of PlayStation um, but yeah no by the sounds of things sounds like the tide is turning and also the fact that you can't get your hands on a PS5 easily Still. I think Microsoft have... So, if we talk about the history of the consoles, you have the first console... Well, of course, you have like things like the GameCube back in the day from mm. Nintendo. Mm. Um, but the first, like... I guess PS1 was around that time, but the first big console yes. that really broke out... Well, it was... Well, first it was PS2. That was the one that went mainstream. Oh, yeah. And, like, blew up the console market massively. Then the Xbox 360 came out, which was also... In Didn't you have the first Xbox? The first Xbox as well. Yeah. But in terms of, like, actually making Blowing a console up. that yeah. had, like, record numbers, the PS2 was first, and then Xbox, Xbox 360 did a similar thing. Yeah. And then of the PS3... I think a lot of people didn't really like it. I never had one though. Flopped. Oh, I, I, I. Thing is, I at the time I didn't really know enough about gaming, like because I didn't have a console. Whenever I played on one, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Yeah. So at the time, I didn't really know. Probably if I compared it now, yeah, probably you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. very good." But when the PS4 and the Xbox One race came out, Microsoft had this whole thing saying, obviously they called it the Xbox One that it wanted to be an all-in-one console, and. They tried to pitch it towards being all in one for like a media platform. So not only could play games, but you could also be oh, like a smart a TV thing. and that stuff. Was a big thing, yeah. But people that care about like media platforms who are older people don't care about games. Yeah. And people that care about games don't necessarily, they want a gaming platform here because everyone was getting smart TVs by 2013 yeah. anyway. So it kind of just completely messed up. But then you have the next stage, Microsoft were like, okay, we messed this up. What are we going to do next? So they made the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X. I have an Xbox One X downstairs. I actually bought it like last year just because I wanted to play 4K Blu-rays and it was so cheap at that point. Um, and then Sony had the PS4 Pro to go up against that, which as far as I know, did not do very well because no one really knows it existed. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I was, I, I think I was told about it a few years ago and I was like, 
They released yeah. another one. They had and a then PS4 they released, Pro. They released like something extra on top of that as well. I remember they just they, they released the PS4 Pro and they released another like extension to it, which was basically just made looked, it fatter. Yeah, yeah, made it fatter. I think it was like so you could put the two PS4 pieces. Pro was like a hundred or a couple hundred quid more expensive, and it didn't really, it didn't actually give much more power at all. The Xbox One X is a fantastic console. I think. Microsoft did like a really good job with the Xbox One X because it was so much more powerful than any other console. Mm. And then you have this generation, so PS5 versus Xbox Series S and X. Yeah, that's the one. And I think they've both done pretty well. I'd say maybe the PS5 just tips Xbox. I think honestly, I think it's just that that is just down to like exclusivity though. Like, I th- yes, I think- and then that's what yeah. Mike's, why Microsoft have changed. And just they've been like, right, let's just drown let's them. Just fuck the game. They have the money. Yeah. So they're like, let's put every. We need to win the next generation of console wars. Let's buy up everything, and they have. They've. There's. They've left nothing left for Sony. And do you know what the thing is? Is Sony's problem? But Sony is a massive company. They obviously do more than just consoles. But the console is a big part of their market. And whilst Xbox is a big part of Microsoft's market, PC and Windows is bigger. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. and they have the advantage now that because <laughs> gaming is so big on PC and on Xbox, they now just link together. So the Game Pass not only gives you unlimited games on Xbox, but also on PC with one account. And you have stuff like Age of Empires, which is massive on PC. They're now putting that in the PC Game Pass. And you've got games like Forza, which you play cross-play between PC and Xbox. And like Halo. Halo's now on PC, which it never was before. Halo Infinite, you can play cross-play between PC and Xbox. Sony's left out with all this. This is what has been actually like really annoying for me. For me, because yeah, a lot of my friends all have PCs. Yeah. And obviously I haven't. I, I, you do I, now. I do now. Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, obviously me with my PS4. So we were like looking for things that we can crossplay together during like lockdown. You can't really cross Other than Warzone, yeah. there was nothing. Like literally there's there's no games. And then I was, I'd find a game and I'd be like, oh, this is crossplay. And they'd be like, no, crossplay with Xbox. Yeah. And I'm like, get in the bin. Come on. Like, I think one of them was, um, what's the pirate one? Let's see if Thieves. That's the one. That's the one I really want to play. It's a fun game. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, know that was really annoying for me. So yeah, um, I'm after. But this, like, whilst I think it's a good thing, I it's a tricky one, right? So Sony's main selling point has always been its exclusives until now. Okay, so they've had the Spider-Man's, they've had the God of Wars, they've had things like uh, Detroit becoming Become human and stuff. Like that was like big for a, a few months. Yeah, then... but they've they've had a lot of big exclusives as well, yeah. like Sony. And that's been one of their main selling points. And I've never really liked that because exclusive means bad for consumer. That's I don't un- I've never understood the argument that a lot of Sony fanboys defends PlayStation because it has exclusives. You're like, well that's not a good thing. Like it's it I... just means it's f- for less people. But now it's starting to go the other way. Like yeah. Microsoft is now buying up everything, which whilst it has PC and Xbox, so it is a bigger audience and like it doesn't affect me because I just play on PC really. Mm. But it is still not very consumer friendly at all. Yeah, on I've, one side. I've never understood why we've had exclusives. Obviously, Exclusives I'm- shouldn't be like a good thing. It shouldn't be a selling point for console because yeah. it just means it's forcing you to buy it to play those games. 
And whilst that's good on Sony's part, like it's a clever business decision, I don't understand why consumers defend that, right? Mm, mm, But now it's sort of gone the other way, where Microsoft's um, PC has always been a bit more open. And with Game Pass, it is quite consumer-friendly. Like 10 quid a month for hundreds of AAA games is mental, right? This includes things like Star Wars Battlefront, all the Battlefield games, like when they come out, like Age of Empires, like Forza games, like all that stuff, all for like 10 quid a month, which is very consumer-friendly. But when they start buying stuff up like this, it makes you wonder what they're planning and how exclusive they're going to go. Yeah, I mean, I think... You've got to assume, though, that, as I said earlier, like, Sony must have a plan. Like, they've... they've Obviously, this is a huge move from Microsoft, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it does kind of throw everything in the air. But, you like, Sony must have thought about this. They're a huge multi-billion dollar company. They must have thought about this. They must have been like, okay, if this happens, we'll do this. They must have a contingency plan, no? You'd like to think so. But it brings me on to my next question. How close are we getting to a monopoly here? Oh, I mean, thing is, it ha- like it happens. Like you know, think if you if you look at Disney, they've basically got they they Microsoft are doing a Disney in the game. Disney world. are one. They're they're like one purchase away from having a monopoly on the game, which is DC. That's all they need. Well, Warner Bros. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's that's what if they take Warner Bros. That's Harry Potter, DC, and James Bond. Shit, yeah, They're, that's the thing, and I think, and that, no, maybe James uh, Bond is like Paramount actually, and that is something that I can see happening. Like that, that would that that can very easily happen. And like, once they do Disney's that, that's a monopoly. Yeah, and pretty much, and it's just it is unfair. Like it is. Well, no, it's not necessarily that it's unfair because like, I don't really care about the other million dollar corporations that are whinging about it. It's the fact that. It gets to a dangerous. Well, a mono- having a monopoly in general is illegal on the sense of it. Technically, governments can't allow a monopoly to happen, but it's so vague when you have media because, like, if Microsoft buy up everything, like, the, what point can the do the government say this is a monopoly? You can't do this anymore because they will just be like, oh, I'm not stopping anyone else from making games. But they are, because if any, no one else is going to bother making a game because Microsoft are just going to swamp it with their games. Well, exactly. And also, I think, you know, you, I know you also have, in terms of, yeah, the, drawing the parallel with Disney, Disney could just kind of, and I think that's kind of what, what, kind of what they're doing at the moment. They can just be like, look, so you know, if people, if the government's got annoyed saying, okay, you're taking away all of these movies from like streaming services, they, they can just be like, look, we can lend a few out. And that's what they've done with Netflix. Mm. They've lent a few out like literally a few movies and then they themselves replace them with their own made stuff. Yeah. It's there's a lot to be said about some comparisons in the past, specifically Apple. Apple have always been very bullish with their business stuff and recently we've seen it with AirTags. A similar thing happened. Um AirTags came out a couple years ago. Basically, it's a little tag. You can put it on your bag, your wallet, your phone, whatever. You probably don't need it on your phone because it tracks itself. And it has a little GPS on it. So when you're looking at your phone, you can see an air tag. You might have named it, I don't know, wallet. And you can see wherever it is and find it, right? Um, it's useful. But there was a product called Tiles that have been out for years that were exactly the same thing, right? And they're almost identical products. 
like it's a tile you can put it you can rename it you can put it wherever you want attach it to a keyring whatever and you'll on the app on your phone you can see where that product is uh, right. where your thing is because it's being tracked right and when apple came out with air tags tiles were like excuse me this is this is our thing but the but governments were like right it is they were like to to apple you, have you just copied their design and apple were like no 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 mm-hmm. it's it's we've not copied that they said they were like Tile are welcome to carry on doing their thing. And the government's like, yeah, well, we can't do anything because Apple aren't copy, like patents to this to the point where you can't continue your production. So it's it's a similar thing to like Microsoft and Disney saying, you guys can carry on doing it, but they just can't because whilst by law they're saying, yeah, carry on Tile making your product, but Tile just are going to get dwarfed by AirTags now. Because they've just made the same thing, yeah. but because it's Apple, they can put so much more resources. They've got the name. They've got the integration with iPhones. I mean, the Apple AirTags connected to other iPhones and AirTags around where that AirTag is to make a network. So it doesn't matter where it was. It would connect to someone else's iPhone nearby to then send a ping to your phone. So that, Oh, my days. Which is a sim- that Tile had. Tile also had this network, but it meant that the accuracy of finding your item that had your little tag on it was down to how many other people had tiles around you. Right, okay. But because Apple then started swamping it with air tags, people were not buying tiles as much, so then tiles were less worth it, so then less people bought tiles, so then it was just a vicious cycle. Uh. So it's, it's like the same thing. Like, whilst Microsoft, they don't have a monopoly... They on their sort. They it's more just like a wink, saying you guys can do whatever you want. We don't have a monopoly, and and small game companies like, but but we can't release anything yeah. because you'll <laughs> you'll either swamp us or then you'll just buy us. <laughs> well, that no, that is actually with the with the tile and uh, air tags thing. Wh- why didn't that? It sounds it, like that seems like a very Apple thing. Apple to, would to never buy it. No, no, it's not. Apple would never buy a company like that. They've never really done that. They just make their own version and swamp everyone out. Because if they buy Tile, then they have to share profit. They have to share everything with... Or it just takes a lot more setting up. And also, Tile... Apple isn't necessarily about efficiency. Apple is about how it looks. They don't want another product and then just putting an Apple thing on it. They want their own pristine. This is yeah, made by oh, Apple yeah. for Apple. I guess, yeah, that's true. That's and true. nothing else. I think in the Apple eyes, bringing in another company with their product and saying, you make your tiles work with our iPhones is almost like to them, a, like contamination to their brand because it then takes away some of that clean, pristine Apple look. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's literally all Apple bases its brand off is how it looks. Just all the sleekness. It's looking all nice. It's like their social media presence. Like Apple have have a lot of weird uh, advertising practices. Like their Twitter doesn't post anything until it's announcing like a new product launch. Of course. Not. Like they don't have like social media teams. They like you don't see Apple just posting like stuff like other companies do on social media. Oh, no. It's all, the only thing you see about Apple is an advert. Yep. You don't see any person, you don't see anything behind Apple. Well, it's the same with um with their support. Like it's other than going to like a genius bar, which often often I'm not gonna lie, is useless. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, if you go online for support, there's no actual like helpline. 
you usually like it's just like either email them and you might get something back or speak to a bot who will then take you to an FAQs page and if your if your question is there if your problem is there you're lucky like that's the thing apple is um yeah i'm i'm not a fan like I'll, i iphone i like i use i have an iphone i have a mac the mac is a donut <laughs> I think that's just because it's old, not because it's like yeah, Apple. Yeah, product. true. Um, like I've got one of the newer Macs with the new chips in, and it's really fast and really good. I think it's just because you've got an old computer rather than it being an Apple computer. True, true. Um, but the, in terms of like getting help for it, it's useless. Like, it, the, if you go, probably if you went to like the Apple store, they'd just be like, oh, mate, just get a new one. Get a new one. Yeah, do I think, think that. Do, do I have a grand <laughs> aside? I don't think I do. They'll be like, you might not have a grand, but do you have a mum or a dad that could sort of buy that for or you? Or do you have a mortgage? <laughs> do do you want a mortgage? That's do you want an Apple mortgage? Tell you what, we mortgage your house and we'll fix this Mac so for I, you. Look, look, there's there's a bank down the road. <laughs> it's called the Apple Bank. <laughs> it's called the Apple Bank. You can only use Apple cards. Remember Apple cards? What happened to them? Apple cards were a thing. Yeah, they had. Uh, I was in. Wait, the gift cards? No, 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 or no, no, iTunes. no iTunes gift cards or nothing. No, but this was actually an Apple credit card. Um, oh, no, I didn't. It was like an thing. Apple design thing. Oh. But iTunes. Do you remember iTunes? What? what do you yeah. remember? Oh, on Christmas or your birthday, Mate. you get a fifteen pound iTunes, Ooh. and you just go on. And because you had like fifteen pounds, you'd buy like whatever songs you want. Yes. But then you have like a few quid left over. You're like, I could actually buy a film yeah. and watch it on my iPod oh, Touch. No, 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 no. That was that was like a big process though. That was that you had to deliberate. You had to really. You would put your iPod Touch into the big chunky cable yep. put it into usb and you have to sync all the files oh and it's, God, you'd you sync, you have to sync everything yeah. you could burn cds from that's the disc onto your computer and then put it on an ipod that's what i did uh, those for christmas brilliant. for years i asked i just asked for cds upon cds to burn onto your just ipod to burn onto my ipod what ipod did my, you have iphone i had an ipod well, uh, right so the first ipod i got <laughs> was an iPod um, shuffle. You know, oh, screen. I was so jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shuffle. I mean, it was a bit annoying when... They uh, looked so cool. It, it was a bit annoying when you missed the song that you were looking for for ages and had to go back again to get yeah, it. Yeah, not having a screen um, just seems like a That was annoying. Now. And then then I got finally got a touch and that was great. Like, I remember like you had, um, you had Doodle Jump. Doodle yeah. Jump, uh, Jetpack Joyride. Jetpack Joyride. Which yeah. came a little bit later. You had the, uh, the beer app where you just like... Or you'd have like the drink. gun app where you go. Oh, the gun! Oh my! You can have different days. guns. And then oh, I, I remember I, I, I go up to my mum because I had the gun up, and I'm like, "Mum, can I, can I have three pounds?" And she's like, "Why?" I'm like, "I want to unlock these new guns." I bought microtransactions <laughs> on the gun app, but obviously she said no. She my my up. history with Apple products is I was very, very jealous when I saw people with the iPod Nano, like the the, the original kind that of one, the original which, one the that looked so like cool and sleek. Yeah, yeah. And I thought like you get like a shiny orange one oh and the little... Yeah, and you, the little skinny ones. Yeah, the skinny one. I thought oh, that was so cool. Yes. And then for my birthday, it must have been like 10th, 8th, 9th or 10th birthday, my parents got me the newest iPod Nano at the time, which was... It was basically like the shuffle with a, just a touch screen. It was like the, a square nano, just a square, but, but like the whole thing was a screen. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. And it was like a shuffle with a, a touch screen. And then when I got into year seven, I got an iPod touch. The beautiful iPod touch. I loved that iPod touch did so you, much. Did you, would you bring it into school? Oh, would I bring Me, oh, me, James and Nathan, we'd sit 
every break, every lunch. Yep. We'd sit in the form room on our iPod touches. We'd play, there was a dinosaur hunting game. That was a brilliant. I don't know if you ever played that. We used to just I'm, play I'm, that. I might have done, I don't know. You, you'd basically go out, you'd shoot dinos, you'd call your helicopter and they'd pick the dinos up and then you'd go back to your trophy room. you see, I've got a T-Rex here. Oh, there's a silhouette of a, a stegosaurus there. I've got to find Ooh. that. You go out, find it, shoot it and bring it back. And that's what we used to do every break and every lunch in year seven. Yeah. And year eight. And a bit of year nine. <laughs> Mate, it, it was the thing to do. Like, I remember, um, yeah, no one, everyone, because yeah, in year seven, everyone still had Blackberries. Uh, I, had a, yes. I had a HTC. Uh, I had an Alcatel. That was an Alcatel. It was like, a, I had like a little knockoff Blackberry. Ah, uh, yeah. Did you start BBM on it? No, of course not. <laughs> Just get a, get a little pirate. It was such BBM. a BlackBerry is such a mad mad thing that because was it crazy. was crazy. Because if you look back on it now, it was a horrible phone. Apart from Brick Breaker, which was Brick. Yeah, I because I never had a BlackBerry, and I was kind of jealous of everyone having Blackberries. And I just like watched people over their shoulder in like in like form time playing Brick Breaker. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But like Black Black BlackBerry, BlackBerry, BlackBerry. That's BlackBerry. what they're called. They were like. Early 2000s, like mid-2000s, massive as like business phones. But then I think when the iPhone came out in 2007, a lot of business people started to slowly move over to that. But Blackberries, I remember year seven, eight, and nine were still big with like teenagers. And it must have been like their parents' old phones that they'd given them. Say so, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, oh, yes. Because iPhones, yes, we're on like the iPhone 4 by that point. Yeah, I think uh, it was year seven and eight that they were still a thing. Year nine was the big shift. 5C. Everyone had an iPhone Ooh, 5C. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember all the girls came in with like the pink, with the ones with pink. the pink. Yeah, the the pink. iPhone 5C was like, the, like, I remember just at the time, everybody had one. I never had one. I was, I think I was on my Nokia Lumia 645 then. I loved that phone. Oh, it was yeah, an orange Lumia. back. It was a beautiful phone. I mean, it was the yes. window, it had the that, Windows that operating system, so you that couldn't get anything on it. But, that was beautiful. But, Everyone had these iPhone 5Cs, and now looking back, that was a point in Apple where, for the first time, they made a budget phone, and it was a plastic back. Oh, it yeah. had a terrible post. They were terrible phones, but they, everybody they had them. They made a killing off it because it like because every high school kid had yeah one. because because every high school so cheap kid, every high school kid wanted like because you 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 want an iPhone because everyone else has one you can't afford so one, you're so. like so your parents the parents saw the 5C they were like sweet ass I got a uh, my first iPhone was a uh, it was my mum's old uh, 4S. Yeah. I think the I think my favorite iPhone was the four and four or four S. The four S was the first one with I Siri. I think that was like that was the, the first cool, one with the Siri. nicest looking one at the time. Uh, the five yeah. was pretty. N- thing is, like I think I found it the other day in like a drawer, and uh, it was tiny. Like yes, it was, it was yes. But at the time, it was so was, small in your hand. Yeah, at, but at the time, I was like, this is big. I, and I remember I used to play FIFA mobile on it. Mad madness. Whereas now, obviously, I'm not, I've got this big chunky like thing and it's i, I couldn't which imagine which one's that uh the xr, XR right okay. yeah i couldn't imagine having anything smaller like i'm so used to it now like it's, it's I, so like last year my housemate at the time had an se the first se not the new one and he broke it so i offered to fix it for him and i, I was like he gave it to me and it was like the t- it felt like the tiniest thing and like the little keyboard i was like having to go like this and stuff like that and this is because i just spent a few years i had an s9 plus i had an s10 plus mm. 
and then I had an S20 Plus, and they're such like big phones. So you just get used but you just to get so used it. As it gets to the bigger, you just get used to See, it. See, yeah. even my phone there feels pretty small in my hand, but I'm sort of getting used to it now. So it's the uh, Galaxy Z Flip 3. Folds. Uh, yes, yeah, it's not the fold, it's the flip. The fold's a different phone. The folds, fold goes like that oh, into like uh, an iPad right. one. The flip okay. just goes like, bub, 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 right. you know. Uh, but it's mad to see like the old phones and how they were. And do you know what I really loved? Speaking of Microsoft still, the Windows phones were so nice, but so useless. They, that's the thing. They were like, they looked amazing. I remember seeing the adverts for the Nokia Lumia. I was like... Oh. And a Nokia Lumia 685. The orange pass it back was just the most beautiful thing. Literally, ever. I was just like, I need this phone. But then I heard people like, I think, I think one of my family got it. And they were like, it's generally useless. I cannot do anything on it. Like, it, it, you, you can't... It's, yeah. It was... That was kind of the case with Androids for a while. Until Google bought Android, yeah. Yeah. I think Google bought Android in, like, 2014 or 15. Um, and then from then, like, they obviously got better. Um, but the problem with the Windows phone is Windows... Almost, like... When I say almost, if... It was, I can't remember what Nokia Lumia was or what Windows phone it was, but it was one generation, like it needed one more success to be the biggest phone manufacturer, but it had the biggest flop with its next release. I can't remember. I don't know the exact details. And it was, I think, I think something pulled out. It might have been to do with Google and Android, actually. Mm. They might have had a partnership with Windows and then they decided to go with Android instead. But that was the issue. The Windows phones, they were so nice looking, okay? They ran really well. They were the most powerful phones. They had amazing cameras. The operating system was really nice to use. The tile system, I thought it looked amazing, and I really liked it. But there was just nothing on it. No developers made stuff for it. There just wasn't the support. You couldn't get Instagram on it. You couldn't get Snapchat on it. You couldn't... I think you could get Facebook on it. I think you could have Facebook. I'm pretty sure they introduced they introduced Snapchat on it a bit later because I do seem to remember. Well, when I got rid of my Nokia Lumia in like 2016, there was still no Snapchat. Really? You could sort of get like hacked versions for like a few months, but then they'd always just kept getting taken. Down. And also, I think people also used because Snapchat at the time had like you had you could get on 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 the website. Right. Okay. So that's what people that was so bootleg. I remember that. <laughs> that was really bootleg. Because I, I think when yeah. I got my, um, when, I was, when I was naughty, um, I got my, my uh, iPod. Like iPhone. Everyone was jailbreaking iPods, weren't they? Oh, iPod yeah, touches. yeah. I got like my iPhone taken away from me. So what I had was a, um, oh, what did I have? Oh, yes, I had my tablet, which was a Google Nexus. Oh, the Do Google Nexus, yeah. Now, they were, at the time, I remember, because that thing is obviously couldn't afford an iPad. And so I saw the Nexus and I was like, oh my God, an affordable iPad. I was, and, and the thing is, I was like, I was like, can I get Angry Birds on it? They were like, yes. <laughs> I was like, say no more. You've made the sale. And yeah. um, and then I realized, shit, I can't go like, for the first, I think six months, I couldn't get Snapchat. And yeah, so I had to use the website. I remember I was talking to a girl at the time. I was in like year nine. And I had to, like, it would take, each message would take like 15 minutes to send. <laughs> and so this girl is like, bro, like, I remember I sat with her in science and she's like, why do you like, why, why does it take you so long? I feel like you're ignoring me sometimes. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I have to use the website. Oh my days. Yeah, well, so, so yeah, Google had Nexus before. 
Uh, and then obviously when Nexus failed, they then started to do their own like pixel phones and stuff, mm. which was finally how they actually started to do well. Um, but yeah, when Windows Phone died, I was so sad with that because I thought Windows was going to be like it was going to do so well, and mm. but they just there was just no support with like the development of it, and of course, if no people are making apps, it's just not going to do well. But so, do you know the history of like Android phones and how they got like their terrible reputation? I mean, obviously, like I've had Android phones. Like back when probably when they, when they had a really bad reputation, like I I, I had yeah I had a HTC, it was, it was <laughs> mate literally right. So me, my I had a HTC. My sister had one of the early Samsung Galaxies, mm. and uh, for for about two months they were great, and then they turned genuinely into a smart board. Like it, yeah, it, it, you know you know when um <laughs> in school and on the smart board they have to do the calibrate the smart board yeah. that is genuinely what my sister had to do <laughs> every day with it with this and and my yeah my hdc felt very similar like it would always like when i press like the screen sometimes it would just vibrate like mad i'm like this is crazy um android yeah. phones start like i think it was only really like 2014 2015 when they started to actually get really good hmm. um and then obviously now they're doing well but do you know sort of so there's always that meme of like like I vote that Android, you know, it's an Android user because the camera's rubbish, right? <laughs> yes. It's like Android users be like, it'd be like a really blurry image. Do you know how that came about? No. So there's actually a lot of logic to this. It's like a funny meme, but it actually probably came about because of Snapchat. Uh, so Snapchat, saw, basically they developed mostly for iPhone initially. Um, so when you're taking a picture on Snapchat, obviously it doesn't use the actual camera on your phone. No, it doesn't. Um, so with iPhones, it worked fine though because they'd like developed it to work with uh, iPhone cameras and it worked absolutely fine there. Yeah. But with Android, because there was such a wide range of Androids, there were like rubbish ones to amazing ones. They couldn't really develop it to work with every Android phone. So that instead of like actually having it to take a picture with the phone, it would just screenshot the screen so Wait, snap is that why it was so, so shit? that's why snapchat uh on android was really bad yeah no it used to just it used to take a screenshot of the screen instead of actually using the camera i've got something in my that's eye. why yeah because no because when i finally yeah when i finally got snapchat working on my yeah when, when google nexus finally allowed me to install it it was, it was terrible i'd take a picture and i'd be like and I go on like my actual. But the cam. actual camera's like all right. Yeah, I go on the actual camera, and I'm like, I look good. And then I go on Snapchat, take a, take a picture. Yeah, because they because they couldn't. They just physically when Snapchat was in its early days, because the team wasn't big enough, they couldn't develop it for every Android phone because there were so many. Mm-hmm. So it would just be the equivalent of someone like holding a phone, taking a picture of the screen, seeing the camera. That was the equivalent of it. Instead of actually taking a picture with the the hardware, it was just like software cutting a, oh, the picture of the camera, I didn't know that. and that's why. Android phones had this reputation because obviously everyone used Snapchat back in those days. So Snapchat defined how good the picture looked and it was fine on Apple phones because it just used the Apple phone as an an actual camera. But because it basically just baited Android use to look, make them look bad because it would ruin all the photos. I mean, obviously they, yeah, they, they they make good, like, you know, Samsung, like amazing phones now and stuff like that, but uh, it is still kind of a meme and it probably will just stay with them. For because yeah. it, it like it doesn't matter how like you know how good the cameras are on like Huawei's or like Huawei's what how do you pronounce Huawei it? Hua- Huawei which are dead now they're gone so 
Is that because of the whole like China? What? The whole China. Yeah, the whole China. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Huawei, the sad death of Huawei. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, um, uh, our mate Sam got a uh, drinky. I was about he, to get a Huawei. He got one yeah, and, and it, like, he was like, the, the camera's amazing. And, uh, but then he, I don't know, he wasn't. Just Huawei had brilliant phones. Like they, I think had just beaten Apple for like the second best uh, phone, manuf- like top selling manufacturer. Because it goes Samsung, then it used to be Huawei. I mean, it used to be Apple, then Huawei. But yeah. I think Huawei actually overtook. And then all the Google stuff happened, took all American stuff off. So Google, you can get any Google stuff. So, and then Huawei basically vanished now. Out, right. out of uh, they're still a big thing in Asia, obviously, but out of the Western world, so they've kind of vanished. But I think Oppo are now the second biggest. I've never heard of Oppo. I think they're another South Korean company, like Samsung. Right, okay. I think it's Oppo, uh, but yeah, I think Apple is still third because. Thing is, why don't? Because um, obviously, I've never heard of that brand. Why? Why do they never like? Because I'm. Yeah, like these Asian brands, they're huge, and and the thing is, they sell so much because you know Asia, like the, you know these Asian countries, like China and stuff, they're vast, so um, vast, so vast, and uh, you know I've loved so many people. So, but I it, it does kind of make like, why why they never reach here. I mean, obviously, well, Samsung did. I well, yeah, but uh, I'm talking like other than other than the big two, you'd say Samsung and Sony. What are you talking about? I'm talking about big Asian companies that reach. No, no, I'm talking about like no, no, no in terms of phone. Big, the big two right. is yeah, Samsung and Oppo. Oppo are s- still big in like America and the UK, just just mostly with people that like are enthusiastic about phones. Right. Like, okay. They will. I think they'll become more mainstream because mm. obviously they're growing bigger and bigger, and they're such a big company now. Just not here yet. Mm. Um, but if you know, like, if you look into phones a lot, you'll you'll see how big they are. But the problem is, it's just like, it's just not mainstream yet. Um, but I think it just takes time because Samsung have been around for so long. Mm. And like you say, Samsung phones have only really become good since like 2015, 2016. And they had the minor blip of, you know, becoming grenades, but we, we don't talk about that. Yeah, but I think that actually probably did more for... So it boosted the, the, boosted the, <laughs> it the brand name. I think it actually did more um, in the end. I've got a question. Okay. Where do you? Because obviously, the phone, phones how they look now. Obviously, they're getting bigger, getting thinner. Um, in most cases, where, like, where in like ten years do you see them folding phones? Just is that where you see it? But then I, we're also thing is right when I see that. Obviously, it's like, it is it's cool, but I'm just like, are we not regressing back to the Motorola with that? Only just what, touch with screen. folding glass. No, yeah, no, yeah, obviously that's that technology is mental. Yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it is mental. But when I when I see that, I do just see like a touchscreen Motorola. Motorola also do a flip phone. That's pretty cool, by the way. Are they, they still do going? New... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think Microsoft bought them. Going back to Microsoft. Oh, oh my days. No, no. This is no. This is funny. This is really funny. So Google and Microsoft hate each other. I think it's Google and Microsoft, or it might be Google and Samsung. I think it's Google and Samsung. No, it, Google bought Motorola. Forget about Microsoft. Right. They were just on my mind. So Google and Samsung hate each other to the point where Samsung in like 2012, 2013 were like, we don't want to use Android anymore because Google then owned it. Yeah. Uh, so they were like, let's make our own operating system. They put it on one phone. It completely flopped. Yeah. Um, and then Google 
bought up Motorola because I think Motorola owned Android at the time. So I think they bought Motorola just to get Android and then they sold Motorola a few years later when they got sort of all their technology and stuff off them. Uh, I think Motorola is on its own now. Um, but yeah, they're still going. But I think I think phones are going to go, whether like fold phones like that. But the thing is, this is the second generation of the flip phone, but the fold phone, the Samsung Fold is on its third generation. Right. And I think that's the best phone out, the actual, the fold, not the, that one. Yeah. Um, just because of how useful it is. It's so, like, you can just get, like, the productivity of an iPad and fold it up. And I think in the next five years, I think in, like, five years' time, Apple would do one. But they always wait a while. They, they basically well, yeah, make everyone well, yeah. else do the mistakes yeah, 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 and also because they don't want to release it so quickly that it just looks like they're copying. Um, I know. I don't think they care about that at all. Because, I mean... Do you not think? No, no, no. I don't think they really care. I think they're waiting to see... If, if it works, if yeah. It, yeah, if it works, if people like it, they let people, other companies, test drive things, which is why they're slowly moving to USB C because they've they've finally given in, and like obviously, then the US government stepped in now and like, come on, Apple, stop with this whole lightning port thing now, just <laughs> pack it in, so Apple will now have to move to USB C by law. So, oh, shit. I don't know if it's their iPhones, but their Macs have their iPads yeah, have, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So. So yeah. I've, I've still got the old school one with the <laughs> with the magnetic. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit shit. But like, yeah, I think I think most phones will go that way potentially. I don't know. Like, folding phones is still a bit up in the air at the moment because I think a lot of people think it's cool, but it's not. I don't like. I've had it for a few months now, and like, it's cool, but I don't really care. I mean, like, I don't care anymore that it folds. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's the thing I, that, that, and that's why I kind of think I'm like if I got one I'd be like oh, okay that's cool and then after like a month I'd be like okay um, there aren't there aren't that many use cases for it because yeah I, unless they can just make it I mean obviously it's smaller like you know it's smaller easy to fit in pocket but my pocket's it, the it, same size my pocket still fit in a normal still phone fits the full phone that's what I'm saying like it, it, I, I think for for the um, for the fold that makes sense because it's the, the yeah. As you said, I think the fold makes more sense. The flip, I think the flips are more of a gimmick thing. Yeah, I might as well just. Did they release it at a similar time with each other? Yeah, they released them together. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense then. Makes but sense. it's just that the fold at the moment is like a grand and a half more expensive. So it's like two and a half grand, which is Jeez. not really a sensible price for a phone. Come at that on. point, if you're like two and a half grand, you might as well at that point just buy. A regular phone like a Nord, a OnePlus Nord 2 for like 600 quid, which is like the fastest phone out in terms of specs. And then just buy a tablet for like a couple hundred quid and you're spending way less than half. Well, to be fair, I think I, I think that that might be the way to go. I mean, that's what, you know, lots of people are kind of, um, that's what lots of people do. And they're just sacking off phones and just going with tablets. Well, Apple bought out there the um, iPad mini like the newest iPad Mini, which can now have a SIM card in it, so it's just a big iPhone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that, that is. What I'm obviously, saying. if you call, you have to like. It looks ridiculous, but it can make phone calls. It has five G or something on it because it, it it's an iPad with a SIM card. I'm like so, well, that's just a big iPhone. Yeah, right. You might as well. Yeah. You might as well just call it the the. the, the to be fair, yeah, they can't do that because then branding is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my days. So it, yeah, I think I that that's what makes me think. I'm like, where? Like, I I can't think of anything new that they can really come up with. I'm like. 
Like, yeah, but when, like, I didn't think that we'd have folding touch like, screens. They're just going to be like, I, I just imagine they're just going to get thinner and thinner until we've just got. People what? like big phones, though. People expected everything to get smaller and smaller, but phones have just got bigger and bigger. But well, no, people that, like big screens. Yeah, I guess. And also, to be. Well, I mean, obviously, you know more about this than I do, but, like, surely if they're making it thinner, they make it bigger because to fit all. It needs to be in in, in hard. I don't know. No, the, no. The size the size of phones is just down to people like big phones because it yeah. subconsciously people will buy a bigger phone because it makes them look more impressive. It all comes down to how people look and what status they think that. Because if you carry a big phone with a big screen, subconsciously it makes you look like you've got higher status, so people buy it, and that's it. And companies know that. That's just why they're getting bigger and bigger. But the technology inside it is getting smaller and smaller. Right. Technology is getting smaller, but phones are getting bigger. But the actual technology of the phone is not getting bigger. Right. If you know okay. what I mean. Okay. Right. They're just making them bigger because they know that they'll sell more. Because stonks. Yeah. Anyway, we've been going for... How long are we going for? An hour now. Jeez. So I think we'll probably end this first live podcast. I don't know if we'll do many more live podcasts. I mean, see it's been all right. See how it goes. You know, I think, I think maybe do it. Maybe just to do it when we've got a few more subs, just you know, just in case people want to come and join. We had, we had a max I mean, of, we've had we a few ma- people in chat. We had a chat. max of four there. We got some people in the chat. One of them saying, "Who's the other guy?" Hello, I'm Alistair. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. When it comes to technology and stuff, I'm not the most learned, but that's why I'm here. I've come to provide diversity. I've been teaching Alistair how to edit today. Yeah, it's, it's been a great day. I mean, it did take me um, four hours to edit an hour long podcast but it's fine we're learning we're learning yeah, it takes time it takes time it takes time but we you know then that that podcast will be coming out tuesday yeah probably tuesday up. yeah so make sure you go and watch that make sure you watch this make sure you watch daily tactics yeah go and watch the yeah. interview i've just done with daily tactics it's a it's quite an interesting one we talk about obviously youtube um Men of War, that sort of stuff. The next interview going up is with a YouTuber called Squire. I think a lot of people that watch my stuff will know that guy. He does a lot of like sketch stuff, a lot of Monty Python style sketch stuff to do with history. Yeah. I think he's just hit 500k. He's uh, he's a nice guy. Um, and I might be in some of his sketch stuff in the future, which will be interesting. Hey, it's quite, it's I'll quite be interested to stuff. see that because he keeps know. asking me like, "Come and come and film one of the sketches." <laughs> love <laughs> like, that, love that. I mean, we've seen your acting ability in some of your ads. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> GCSE drama. Oh yes, journey's end. <laughs> We're in GCSE. Anyway, yeah. let's end it there. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, this will be a VOD afterwards. Uh, we might even rip it down from YouTube and edit it into like a small clip thing. I don't know. I probably won't be bothered. But <laughs> yeah, it's probably fun. Anyway, we'll see you next time, guys. See you next time, guys. So long.